0: We are about one month away from the midterm elections, and voting conspiracy theories are already making the rounds. In the last general election, of course, we heard a lot of accusations of election fraud. Stop the steal. Stop the steal. Stop the steal. In 2020, Stop Illinois, being a reliably blue state, was mostly spared the shouts of election denial and voter fraud. But midterms, they're a different story, and those conspiracy theories have now hit home. So joining us now with more is WBEZ investigative reporter Dan Mahalopoulos. Hey, Dan. Hey, Sasha. What's going on here? So there
1: have been a wave of letters going to virtually every election authority in the state of Illinois, the State Board of Elections, City of Chicago Board of Elections, Cook County Clerk, Anybody who runs elections and some others who don't run them are getting these letters uh, from a variety of people uh, saying, look, we know that there's fraud, no proof, um, no specific allegations either for that matter. But they know based on, quote, uh, credible information or, you know, we have, quote, reason to believe that there's fraud and they're telling people, look, you've got to save everything from the past elections going back something like five years, mm-hmm. including, of course, 2020, and turn it all over to us because we might audit it and, you know, we're watching you.
0: So they have reason to believe. Are these copy letter, copycat letters getting specific at all? Are they claiming anything specific when it comes to election integrity?
1: No, not at all. Nothing with uh, dates, times. Ah, uh, places. Um, it's all extremely vague and obviously unsubstantiated as well. Uh, but um they are written with uh, religious fervor and with a very, very serious um, allegation that you know, we're considering filing a class action lawsuit or um, you're on notice that we we will sue you.
0: Yeah, I've got to say, when I first read your story, Dan, my first thought was, why is this still an issue? Why are we still talking about how is this 2020 election still troubling us today?
1: Well, the losing candidate in the presidential election continues to say publicly and repeatedly that he was robbed, that um, he actually won the election when, in fact, uh, he lost. And um, there were, though, tens of millions of people across the country that voted for him. And polls show that a, a great number of them Uh, feel that the election was stolen. And, you know, part of that might come down to the fact that there are large cities, as we've seen in local elections here, uh, where the results uh, sometimes come in later.
0: Yeah. But uh, Illinois or folks from Illinois, we've been isolated from much of this, right? Is this mainly because we tend to vote blue here?
1: Well, one thing that uh, is clear is that, yes, this has been a blue state. No, no, Republican candidate for president has won since 1988. Of course, there was a Republican governor more recently, uh, but uh, generally the balance of the state has tilted blue in the past generation. And one thing about elections is they're never perfect, but the mistakes are usually really relatively tiny and don't affect the outcome unless it's close. But here in Illinois, Biden beat Trump by a million votes. Mm -hmm. So it makes... Really, no sense uh, to to challenge uh, the results, and obviously the the bigger efforts have been made in places like Wisconsin and Georgia that that went narrowly against Trump.
0: But these letters circulating in in Illinois help us understand where are they coming from?
1: Okay, so these are copycat letters, as we call them. They're they're basically the same language. Uh, one agency uh, locally received about a dozen. Uh, from three different templates, okay? And what happened, my understanding is the um, uh, my pillow CEO, Mike Lindell, uh, a few weeks back, called on people to start sending these letters. And uh, the others did the same thing. Um, people who got their information from him uh, started sending these all over the country. and And I'm told by uh, Votebeat, which is a nonpartisan website that that tracks these issues. Uh, that this is happening in virtually every state, and Illinois has not been spared.
0: Mm. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. And one month away from the midterm elections, we're talking about claims of election fraud in Illinois. Our guest is WBEZ investigative reporter Dan Mehalopoulos. So this feels like more, Dan, than just the rumor mill, right? You know, is there any evidence to maybe support that this is an organized disinformation campaign?
1: Yeah, absolutely. the The fact that these letters are written all with the same language um, is not a coincidence. Mm -hmm. Um, They're long letters. They're they're very um, uh, heated letters. Here, I'll I'll read one of them to you that I I think is is kind of expresses why uh, elected officials are so frustrated. Because I I don't know how you rebut something like this. this. This guy wrote, "I have wrote," okay. So so that's I've written is what he meant to say over 1100 lawmakers from around the nation. And not one has been able to prove, show or even tell me ev- any evidence that there was no voter fraud in the last election. Not one. Mm. I wouldn't put it past any of you pathetic, sick pigs that you all molest children. So wow. we, it's extremely personal. But to me, the thing that's most illogical is he wants proof that something did not happen. So normally, I think I- in a sane world. Some harsh
0: language there. Yeah,
1: but in a sane world, first of all, you wouldn't call people things like that with no evidence. And secondly, you wouldn't say that you need proof that something did not happen. If you're going to make an allegation, come with proof that it did happen.
0: Right. Because otherwise, where would that be coming from?
1: It's an upside down world.
0: How is this playing out in the collar counties and suburbs?
1: Well, our understanding from the State Board of Elections spokesman is that all 108 uh, electoral entities in the state, there are 102 counties and, and 108 electoral entities. We have the city of Chicago, we have Cook County Clerk, which covers the suburbs of Chicago, and we believe that all of them have gotten these letters, but none of them, to our knowledge, have actually been served with a lawsuit. The, speaking to what you mentioned as a coordinated nature, Um, They're gathering this data, and all of them are being told to send it to a central repository, which we link to in the story, for further analysis later. But again, experts tell me that uh, even this, this is called a cast vote record. Even if you get that, it doesn't show that there's fraud. It can't be used to prove fraud. So are there situations where fraud has occurred in the history of our democracy and certainly in in chicago and cook county at times in the past yes but i think you can count on one hand the cases of of vote fraud uh in the time that i've been a reporter in chicago for more than 20 years so the implication that there's widespread fraud anywhere in the country much less here is to our knowledge completely unproven and uh just an issue to galvanize people uh who are sore about their candidate having lost
0: so just to, to clarify, you I think you mentioned this earlier, but there are threats of lawsuits here, right? But no legal action has actually been taken yet.
1: Not to our knowledge. I mean and definitely uh, Cook County Clerk, Chicago Board of Elections, State Board of Elections tell us they have not been served and we don't see any such cases in the court system.
0: So will this be a boon, you think, to, to more conservative candidates? I'm thinking of Darren Bailey. For instance.
1: Sure. When you consider that um, there are at least in a primary field, um, as we saw when Darren Bailey won the nomination in June uh, against several other candidates who were less conservative, um, certainly these kind of issues uh, can galvanize um, the base of the Republican Party. Will they play as well in the general election in a predominantly Democratic state? It appears not. I mean, he's losing by 15 points in the polls, but um, the last one that we had earlier this week. Um, so I, I think you shift to the right and use these kind of issues to, to gather support and, and as well as other issues uh, that are very popular with the Republican base, which has come to dominate the primaries here and in other states. And then you tr- you know try to shift back uh, and and it's difficult.
0: Hmm. He's making election integrity sort of a cornerstone of his campaign, though.
1: Right. He said that he was going to have an election integrity task force. We don't see any sign of that, but now he says he, sh- he, t- he talked to Dave McKinney, my colleague earlier this week, Darren Bailey, said... That they're recruiting poll watchers. He says he's recruited more than fifteen hundred and hopes to have four thousand. Mm. So he's definitely trying to reach out to the the people that helped him win the nomination and get them to the polls by, um, in some cases, as volunteer poll watchers. And in other, and we don't know where they're going to be deployed. They didn't tell us exactly where they plan to deploy them. Presumably to the quote hellhole of Chicago, as as Bailey has called it. I, I'm I'm assuming that they think most of this. Fraud happens in the more democratic yeah. areas uh, like Chicago and Cook County. So,
0: did he say anything about what that task force was going to look like? His vision for it?
1: No, it's switched. I mean, there really is no task force, and it's switched to being a, an effort for, to to get poll watchers. And the guy who's organizing this election integrity effort of recruiting poll watchers is a guy from central Illinois. He's got a radio talk show, a right-wing radio talk show. Um, I listened to it a little bit on uh, some of the archives. He was talking about vague things about, you know, Chicago being the hometown of Al Capone, you know, and nothing specific again, you know, mm. just uh, is a guy who went and helped organize people to go to the quote, stop the steal rally on January 6 2021 in Washington. He took a, a busload of people from um, the Bloomington Normal area And that's that's the extent of the effort, as we can see it. But they claim that they have um, thousands of of poll watchers Mm -hmm. uh, by Election Day.
0: Well, you know, speaking of Stop the Steal, we know former President Donald Trump led that movement. He didn't accept the results of the 2020 election, as we've mentioned. Now, some of these candidates that he's backed in the state elections across the country, they're sort of taking a page out of his book, not committing to accepting these 2022 election results. Trump endorsed Bailey so are we getting any signs of where he stands on accepting the 2022 results
1: right Trump came here shortly before the June primary and endorsed Bailey the thing is though Bailey has to run in a state that is predominantly Democratic now he's won the nomination but this the voters of the in the general are much different than the voters who who nominated him in the primary much larger group um, you know because registered Democrats far outnumber Republicans so he has not gone so far as to say that the election was stolen and in fact he said that the constitutional process was followed and that Joe Biden is the president. So yeah, I don't know if that's gotten back to Donald Trump or if he cares either way, but when it looked like Bailey was surging ahead and he was indeed surging ahead and did win the nomination, Donald Trump came, you know, to uh, to the land of Lincoln and endorsed Darren Bailey. Darren Bailey is not yet reciprocated by embracing the theory that the election was stolen and that Trump should still be the president.
0: Mm. You know, every election, Dan, we, we seem to hear about people who are, you know, standing in these long lines. They aren't able to vote because maybe not enough machines, uh, poll workers, et cetera. You, you name, you name it. You fill in the blank, basically. Uh, we also hear many Black and Brown voters aren't able to cast their vote. Of course, I'm curious. You, you could say that this is also a matter of election integrity, right? What I've just described. How has the word integrity come to only signify these baseless claims that we're talking about, about 2020 results not being accurate?
1: Well, that's just a buzzword that, that they've adopted for all of these efforts to allege uh, without anything more than, than v- very little anecdotal uh, or sporadic evidence that there's widespread uh, voter fraud. Um, but there's also the issues that are important in a lot of states of election access and um you know i think that these have again been more uh significant issues uh, generally in states that are swing states and states that are purple if you will like wisconsin to our north where there have been fights uh up to the i think the supreme court level in madison over uh what kind of drop boxes could be available for votes we haven't seen as much of that. I mean, Bailey put in some bills. He's a legislator. You know, he's a senator now. And he, for, the, for years, he's put in election integrity bills. He and other far-right lawmakers, primarily from downstate. Um, and again and again, uh, they go nowhere in, in Illinois because yeah. Republicans are, are a minority and the governor is, is a Democrat.
0: Well, you know, we're a month away from Election Day. Dan, what are you going to keep your eye on in the coming weeks? know, we're going to see
1: if there are really that many poll watchers, um, you know, that turn up. Um, My understanding is that you can be a poll watcher uh, as long as you're a registered voter, but what are they going to watch, you know, and (laughs) will they uh, be bored? Will they see things that we've never seen before? I don't know. Will there be disturbances? You know, we certainly hope not. Um, You know, there's, there's a lot of faith in the electoral system in this country still, um, and I think certainly relative to a lot of other countries where we see things like sham referendums in Mm -hmm. parts of Ukraine.
0: Oh boy, that is WBEZ investigative reporter Dan Mihalopoulos. Always interesting stories from you. (laughs) You can read more of his story co-written by reporter Dave McKinney on our website, wbez.org. Thanks, Dan.
1: Thank you.